the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. As guys, you know, um, the the twig and berries are always the discussion that gets us all nervous because <laughs> we we don't know I've quite. I've heard it. Yeah, the twig and berries. Okay. Well, uh, you know. You know, absolutely. You know what? There's a certain ick factor. There's an area below the belt, I think, especially for men, that we don't want to go there. You know, when it, when it comes to being examined. And the bottom line is, come on, guys, get over it. We need to go there. Because, for example, testicular cancer uh, is almost 90% curable if, if you catch it early. And rightfully so, there is a lot of press and, you know, about women and, and breast cancer. But testicular cancer and testicular tumors is the number one tumor that affects men between the ages of 20 and 35 in wow. the U.S. And I think a lot of people are not aware of that. You know, wow. we, we worry about, yeah, the number one tumor. So if you notice, you know, people, you know, like uh, the, the, the picture that we're talking about, Lance Armstrong is another person that had testicular cancer. They had it, you know, when they were relatively young. You know, so I, I try to make it a little facetious, so to take a little bit of the of the ick factor out of it, you know. So, guys, you know, get to know your berries, um, because <laughs> the, seriously, because the most important thing, you know, women get breast examinations, and a doctor or a woman can self-examine, and they can tell us something's different. The first sign of testicular cancer is noticing something different in the testicles. So in order to know what's different, you know, you got to know what's normal. And, you know, the, the testicles have a lot of gunk around them, you know, a lot of veins. So I, I suggest that men self-examine, you know, on a monthly basis. Uh, it takes a couple of seconds. And what you would notice is something larger coming in there, you know, something that's that's harder, something different, um, in other words. And that's what should prompt a doctor's visit. And here's another thing about testicular cancer. Guys, by the time it is painful, that means that it has probably moved outside of the testicles, and that's not a good sign. So Ooh. the first thing that, Ooh. yeah, exactly. So if you're waiting to, to have pain, right, if you're waiting to have some blood, you know, that, that might be coming out in your urine or the semen. By that time, it's, it means that it has moved um, around and out. So it, it needs to be checked. Um, and it, there are approximately 9,000 new cases of testicular cancer diagnosed every year in the U.S. The good news is that of these 9,000, there are only about 4,000 deaths a year. And I think there are 4,000 deaths that could be avoided. So oh, that's, again, I was going to say that's that's four thousand too many. I'm sorry, not four thousand. Did I say that four hundred? Oh, okay. Cases only four hundred deaths. So again, okay. it is it is a tumor that is very treatable, and but you know there's a ninety to ninety five percent cure rate. But by the same token, the flip side of that coin is that testicular cancer seems to be rising uh, for the past decade, almost like one one percent to one and a half percent. So, so the the key is like with everything as as we hear with breast cancer, you know, self-examination on a regular basis is a good thing. 
the same thing, guys, with testicular cancer. Your twig and berries are probably going to be known best to you. And if there's something uh, unusual, uh, a change in size is is always hardness, a, yeah. an, a, an alert. And as Dr. Well, Jorge said, if it becomes painful, uh, that's a really bad sign that you may have waited long and things have moved to another neighborhood as well. And that's not good. Correct. Correct. But here's the, here's the good side. The good news. Listen, there's never it's never good news to have cancer. It's never good news to have cancer that has spread. But testicular cancer, even cancer that has spread, what we call metastatic, is also, all right, very curable. You have to go through prolonged chemotherapy, all right, like, like our, our pitcher did. Um, but again, that's why he's back and in great form. So that should be the plus side. Look at these great athletes, you know, that have bounced back from this. And the important thing is to diagnose it. Then after that, you can do ultrasounds and MRIs, you know, and then we need to stage it, which means a biopsy to see what type it is, because depending on the type of testicular cancer, um, you know, then the treatment uh, is applied. And, and no, guys, there is no specific blood test, all right, that definitively diagnoses testicular cancer. It has to be a clinical examination that, hmm. that prompts that or not. Yep. Okay. Now, doctor, I got to ask you a question because I can't turn on the TV or the radio without hearing um, ads for guys to be taking testosterone. And uh -huh. to me, th th it, it, this makes me nervous because anything the body manufactures and, and mm -hmm. nature says, you know, in, in this perfect vehicle, God has given us perfect, imperfect. Uh, yep. You're supposed to have this amount at this time. Uh, yep. Mainstreaming of testosterone as an additive to our diets makes me nervous. Should it make yep. me nervous? Yeah, it should make you nervous. I mean, there are completely um, acceptable reasons for men to have tes uh, testosterone supplementation, but I think it's it's going overboard. You're absolutely right. There there are two schools of thought here. One is the body naturally in men decreases the production of testosterone as we become more mature. And there is a drop that starts at approximately age 40. Uh, and the body is supposed to not have testosterone. So that school of thought says, hey, if you take more testosterone, your prostate is going to be enlarged all the time because you know, you're going to have a higher risk of prostate cancer. That may or may not be true. Right now it hasn't been proven. All right. But I agree with you you know, that, that it is not the normal thing, you know, let's say for a guy my age in his fifties to have a certain level of testosterone, certainly not above normal. There's another, then the opposite school of thought says, Hey, having testosterone gives you more, um, by, you know, vitality, um, lets your, your muscles live longer. And it does, it does do that. So, that's the other school of thought. Some people think, hey, I'm going to take testosterone and I'm going to be a raging stallion forever. You know what? That isn't the case. Um, supplementing testosterone has not shown, all right, to increase a man's sexual prowess. It does increase your stamina, you know, your ability to work out um, and things like that. So consult your doctor first and foremost and have that discussion with them. But yeah, I, I, I think, yeah. I was going to say, I think it's it's always wise if you're messing with your body's chemistry. And let's face it, some of these things are messing with your chemistry. And no doubt. There are, 
unintended consequences of stuff like this. Yeah, so yeah no doubt. No doubt. Be careful, be if, if smart. Yeah, if you're a man that's already had, for example, testicular cancer, uh, prostate cancer, any other form of, of cancer, supplementing your testosterone would be absolutely the wrong thing to do because it may predispose you to have tumors flare up. So, mm. yeah, definitely be smart. You know, uh, there are other ways of, of dealing with issues, you know, that men go to doctors for. We're talking to Dr. Jorge. It's our regular Wellness Wednesday segment with our friend. And uh, you can find him on Collide.com Wednesday nights, 830 East Coast, 530 West Coast, talking about his fight to be healthy and be yep. strong and be uh, better at all this stuff. Yep. Doc, before I let you go, um, should I be nervous about these fleas they found the bubonic plague on in Arizona? <laughs> it's about time for me to panic, problem. isn't it? Yes. Look, there's a lot of other stuff you should be panicking about. Let's let's not worry about the fleas just yet. All right, and the bubonic plague and and all that. But let's keep an eye on it because you know, okay. you know, you, like, I, I worry about those things too. If 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 there's to be a problem, it'll start increasing exponentially soon. So we'll see. But don't worry about the fleas yet. Okay. Okay, I'm not. I, I initially thought hantavirus, and then I'm reading the article, and it says it's the same plague that devastated Europe. It's the bubonic plague, and I'm going. Okay, it's the end of the world. What what else could go wrong? I, I this is just what I needed. So, well, thank you, Doc. You talked me in off the ledge. You're welcome. Good. And uh, Good. When, you know what? This is one of those moments too, Doctor, that I thank you for your uh, constant fight against the stupidity that sometimes is found out on the streets. I think you and I are both in agreement yes. that yeah. we have to call out people who are trying to divide us based on gender, based on color, based on religion, any of this stuff. Yeah. I, you know, and, and, and you know where I sit, but you also know that I, I, I'm like the first person. Um, but you know what? Maybe America is no longer a melting pot. You know, and when I grew up in Miami, some people brought up the idea of a salad, you know? And yeah. in a salad, every individual component has a different taste and brings something new to the game, you know? And that is what makes this country and all of us, I think, really beautiful and be able to thrive. You know, that's what makes the tapestry of America, the different colors, the different textures, um, and, and we just need to chill out, man, seriously, and, and realize that there is nothing wrong with difference. Every one of us is different from each one of us, whether we're white or black or Hispanic. No two people are the same. And that's what makes, you know, a, a community able to thrive. So thank you. Yeah. Let's, thank let's you, my friend. <laughs> I, I love that we're all part of the great salad we call America. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.